Blog Talk Radio. forgot about the show this evening. I was sitting there eating a steak. I just um, cooked real fast on a little small grill I got, put a little barbecue sauce on Just took the last bite. And my wife came in saying, you know, it's two minutes to the show. And I was like, wow, I didn't prepare anything. But uh, in life, it's a lot that we're not prepared for. So I'm sure we'll have something uh, for those who are on if not, have something even for ourselves. Uh, I don't know if my two door, two of my three daughters will be on tonight. But if they are, that's just a blessing. If not, um, they're doing their own thing. So, But first of all, I want to give God thanks for this opportunity. Give him uh, thanks for even like today, this very single day. Uh, and all that he has enabled us all to do up until this point at 7, 7 p.m. <clears throat> and, I, and I would hope that God would raise us all up in the morning to do something else uh, that may be even different tomorrow by blessing us with his grace. It's all about his grace that we got salvation. It's all about his grace um, that we had a chance to be reconciled back to him. So not to get too deep in all of that. I know y'all don't want to hear all of that. So. But I want to thank also uh, Elder Oliver uh, for this Chaos Blog Talk radio platform. Uh, may God continue to use him uh, to do the things that he does for the <clears throat> for God. And may, may God continue to bless him uh, to do even more. Uh, with this platform, uh, other things that God may may be even to lay in His life. Amen. Thank you, all for all you do. So, I've been on vacation for a couple of days. Um, I think I'll go back to work Monday. So I've just been trying to find. I've been trying to stay busy during the daytime, <clears throat> but being on vacation, you spend money. Going here and there and buying this and that, and um, I'm also uh, trying to uh, have my wife need what she needs for her camping trip. Her birthday, I think, is Sunday, um, so I bought her a tent uh, and some other things, and looking for anything else she may need with the kids and the grandkids. But me, myself, I'm not going camping. I, I camped out for 10 years in the Army. So when I bought a house, I, I don't want to pretend like I ain't got one sleeping somewhere else outside. 
That's just me. So um, with that, um, my wife should be on, and I want to ask her to pray. I am. Well, well, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I am great. Go ahead and pray us in. (laughs) Now, now, now before, you know, you hear us talk, we ain't always happy with each other, but we, uh, but we, under the commandment of God, we stay with each other and try to work everything out that's wrong, because everything ain't always happy, but we have, we have had more happiness than unhappiness, and I thank God for that. Go ahead, sweetie. Well, I'm going to pray and say that I'm going to talk about that. Father God, is that beautiful. I thank you for another opportunity, Lord God, to share your um, your goodness and your mercy, Lord God, that you have shown me and my family all these years, Lord God. Continue to just bless us, Lord God, so we can be a blessing to others, Lord God. And I just want to say thank you for this platform, Lord God. Just continue to just use us for your glory, Lord God. Let no flesh get any glory in our lives, period. Not just tonight, but any time that we're in the presence of your people, Lord God. And I just want to say thank you again for this opportunity, Lord God, and touch our minds and our hearts, Lord God, to receive whatever um, you give us on tonight, Lord God. And I just want to say thank you, Lord God. In Jesus Christ's name I pray, amen. Now, I'm going to say something. Since you said that, most well, of the time on. I can, can you Can you whisper it to me first before you say it? No. You know I, that's not how it works. Most of the time, time, this is for married people and for people who think or getting ready to go into marriage, okay? It's not, like my husband said, it's not always, but most of the time, I really, I don't like this man at all. I don't like him at all. But I love him because he pushes me into the person that, I, I, I'm i becoming I can't stand the way he Pushed me because I want to stay In How I was raised Or how I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable in And that's not how it works God knew what he was doing When he gave me my, my husband When my husband well, When God gave me him Because he knew That I was going to need A strong man to tell me no or to tell me when I'm wrong or tell me when I'm not so loving or tell me, you know, and he's not just walking around just always saying he, he, God knew what he was doing. So a lot of, um, everybody wants they, um, their husband tall, dark and handsome and this and that or this or that. But God, pray that God send you somebody that you need. Okay, somebody that's that's gonna push you into who and 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 groom you into the young lady and the and and the woman of God that you so desire. Well, I didn't desire to be a woman of God, but I'm just saying I didn't know that this the road that God was gonna take me. But I thank God He did because He saved my husband first. But I'm just saying, just ask God to just send you somebody that you need, not necessarily what you want. But what you need, okay? What you need. Anyway, I wanted to say that because he made that little comment. And anybody know us, been around us at any time, knows he gets up under my skin (laughs) all the time. But I love you, sweetie, and I wouldn't trade you for the world. 
But anyway, um, this is, this won't nobody else probably, probably take me. Say it uh, again. Won't nobody else probably take me if he tried to trade me. So, oh, but I was thinking. I didn't, uh, they'll take you. They'll take you. I didn't. I didn't have some. I didn't some heads. Okay, they'll take you. Trust me. Anyway, I was thinking today um, how I, when I first saw you for the first time, and I was thinking today about that, just that moment in time, and what I thought about today was I kind of figured my life was going to change because I saw you not knowing you at the time for the first time, I can think uh, now that my life is going to change when I think back on it. Um, that it was just, it's going to be different from the way I was living at the time. So now I see that my life has changed and nobody, nobody else had me since then and how we you know it's funny how we give ourselves or we dedicate ourselves to marriage and to matrimony to husband wife and a lot of marriages do work are working still working and how if you think about all the things you could have done, you think about all the other times you could have had with other people or whatever, and I'm, I'm speaking frankly, this is what I was thinking about today, and in the moment, in the blink of an eye, when I first saw you, because we had to blink, we was outside, when I stopped at that stop sign in my low rider, and I looked left and I looked right, and I looked left and I looked right again, and you was there. Something on my life was going to change because of what I saw. And here we are today, married, I think, 35 years. And it's still a lot being discovered. It's still a lot being new. And it's still, I'm still at the point where I'll never give up on where I'm at. And have never even thought about giving up on where I'm at. And it's something about the grace of God that that from the first moment even to now, it's still like the first moment when it just all happened. So that's that's just me, you know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm getting old. I'm a little little jellier now, you know, a little softer now. I can say stuff like that. Um, you said jellier? Yeah, yeah, you know, softer. Oh. You know, not 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 my stomach. Just jellier in my emotions. <clears throat> A little softer in my emotions to express how I truly feel right now. And, I, and I'm in a place where I'm so comfortable. I'm in a place where, where and you made that atmosphere possible. I'm in a place where I don't have to keep always looking over my shoulder. Um, I'm in a place now 
um, that when you're gone or I'm doing this, that, and the other, I'm in a place now, I don't even have to call you. Okay, what you doing? Where you at? Blah, blah, blah. And I've never been that kind of husband anyway. But I'm more in a place now where, you know, I trust that you do your business, and I'm hoping that you trust that I do my business. And when our business is over, that we see each other and kiss and go on about our evening. So from the first moment I saw you, there was something that I knew was special, and I didn't know how special it was, and I'm realizing it now, how special it is. Aww. Don't make me cry. The <laughs> same here. I love you. I love you. I love you so much. I'm going um, to read the scripture that I just opened up to. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. And they that are... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's funny. I was reading that this morning. That's in Ephesians. I was reading that this morning. Galatians, Galatians. I promise you. and And what I got stuck on, what's good, there is no law. What's good don't have to be said. What's good, there's no repercussions of it. There's no condemnation in it. What's good, there is no law. And I was reading that this morning. Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You're good. Because I just read the um, the condemnation in Romans just now, <laughs> earlier. Oh, um, there's no condemnation to them um, that is in Christ Jesus. And... What is that? There is a, yeah, it's in uh, Romans Romans eight. There is no condemnation in um to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. But um, I wanted to read Galatians because this is where we are in our um in our marriage right now, and God has really, really, really. Bless me. I've never, I never thought that I would. I'm, Lord's willing, I'll be 57, I believe, on Sunday. And I did not know that I would. I never thought that I would live past 25. That's just how, how it was growing up, just living in LA. I never thought I would live past 25. And to, if Lord's willing. 57 on Sunday, it's like, wow. This year was a, a really, really good um, number as far as the kids. DJ turned, I mean, he's 16, going to turn 17. My grandson just turned 18 yesterday. He, well, he would have turned um, 18 yesterday, the one that, um, that passed. Um, Jada, well, I should say the month of May, I'm sorry. The month of May was a, was some good numbers uh, for the kids, that, um, even myself. Uh, my middle granddaughter, no, she's the oldest granddaughter, isn't she? Jada. Is she older than Sheila? No, she's the middle granddaughter. The middle granddaughter turned 13 um, this month, and my grandson would have turned 18 on yesterday. And this month I'll turn 
57, if the Lord's will, um, on on Sunday. And it's just it's just amazing how um, my sister said uh, a picture of us five siblings who grew up that my mom birthed. They grew up together, and it's just to hear her laughter or over the telephone, and she was reflecting on how. Um, we were well, how we we were raised. We we just always have fun. We always have fun all all day every day. We just have fun. And she sent a video um, last night with her laugh on it. And I mean, the laugh had to have been a good thirty to six uh, thirty to forty seconds. But it was it just took me back to my childhood. And when I tell you, family is everything. Okay. Whoever you call your family is everything, okay? Family is everything. Make memories. You don't have to spend a lot of money. to. We started a new tradition last week where baby girl come over and cook every other, um, every other week, which she didn't know how to boil water a few years ago. And she came out that coma. She was in a coma. Uh, not a coma. Um, she was. She had inflammation of her brain, and she was um, like in a vegetable state. She was. Um, they wanted to give her a feeding tube, but they put a tube down her nose. But she came out of it um, just a different person. She didn't know how to cook. She didn't know how to do anything for herself before she even got sick. And when she came out um, talking and singing and rapping and poetry and just outspoken and we met we started a new tradition with her cooking and for her to be even in the kitchen i was so proud of her and the taco my husband had to stand over and coach her a little bit because she's still learning and um those tacos were really really good they were really good so we're making new traditions with the family you know and just god is so amazing to just just showing us this love of his, not love of ours, because most of our love comes with conditions, but showing us his love and his mercy and his grace. And not we're not showing grace because, you know, a lot of people, well, I, I'm going to say this. A lot of people show grace because they need it because they didn't show. If you don't, if you're going to get the measure of grace that you didn't show, that's why it's important to show other people grace. And God is going to give you the same amount of grace that you show others. And I'm so glad that we show people, people grace that God has just given my family just grace after grace after grace after grace. And I just love God. I just love him. Look back uh, back to what I was reading. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit, I'm sorry, <laughs> excuse me, but the, fruit, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. Love is unconditional. Love don't have no, no attachments to it. It's, love is just love. Okay, I don't, you don't have to love me for me to show you that I love you. And anybody who's been around me for a day knows that. And we, as a people, we have to we have to not just show love 
to just our 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 family. We have to show love, show the world. This world is going to hell fast, fast. We have to show the world more love. These uh, they, uh, it's, it's it's so much going on with the youth, man. It's just like oh my goodness, and they're taking all of this stuff out of the schools and putting, you know, um, um, the genders. What is this? Uh, I don't even know the name of it. What the boys is getting going in the girls' bathroom and the girls going to the boys. I mean, come on. We have to stay prayed up. We have to love on these kids. Let them know that's not of God. First of all, it's not of God. It's not of God. We need to point these kids back to the altar. Back to the altar. Pray. Ask God to deliver you. Sit down somewhere until he do. Because I'm telling you, there's nothing like it. Um, love. But the fruit of the spirit is love. Joy. Joy. Joy and peace and long-suffering. Joy and peace. I mean, they're two different things, but I didn't want to really touch on that. I wanted to, um, uh, since we, my husband and I was talking about marriage on tonight and family, well, I was talking about family. He was talking about love or myself. Long-suffering. A lot of marriages and a lot of people do not want to put up with people for a long period of time if they're not doing what they feel is right or that's not um, um, how they see things or, you know, it's long-suffering. Long-suffering is just what it is. It's suffering long. It's suffering long. Okay, the word let us know that we will we will have persons. We will go through things. The word let us know that, that we're going to go through things. But we have to endure. We have to endure. With our heads up, with our back straight, you know, not turning our back on people, but 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 you know, loving them, loving loving people. What's wrong with loving? There's nothing wrong with loving. If we just continue to just show love, we don't want to suffer a, a short or, or even a day. The word said it's long suffering. Okay, it's long suffering. It's 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 gentleness. And that's what he God is working with me. I am so I will I'm I'm there all day, every day. I'm learning how to be gentle. I'm learning how to catch a bubble. I'm learning how to just, you know, not be so rough. Okay? And I can't blame it no more. I can't blame it on that's how I was raised anymore because I know the word. But that's how I was raised. Yeah, that's, but you don't have to stay that way. Well, uh, people, uh, we all falling short. Yeah, but you don't have to stay short. Once you come into the knowledge of, of, of this word, once you just do better, once you learn better, do better. If you want to say something, take, I'm sorry. No, that's how you were raised. Say that way now that I know. I know better. That's how you were raised. Just keep just keep talking, taking all the time. <laughs> no. 
long long suffering um just on that subject i I have to be that way, and I've said this before because of the grace of God that was extended to me, and he suffered me to get to a certain point in my life to all the stuff I've done. I've said, started. Out of all the things I've done was against, was against what God would want me to do for years. And just one day, and I realized it, forgave me for all I've done and his long suffering for me. That when I run across others, my wife, my family, outside of my family, I have to give the benefit of doubt. I have to extend that grace because I know what grace means now. I know what it means is that I can't prosecute you for one thing that you do. I can't prosecute you because you continue to do it. I can't. Or I would be a liar that God loves me. So the grace I extend to my kids, the grace I extend to my wife, that she is changing, that she is being a better person to herself first, I have to extend that grace. And I don't care who it is in the world, extend that grace. Because I was a nobody. Now I'm somebody in the grace of God, and I have to uphold that standard. So whoever's listening, create a standard in yourself behind what God has done for you. These marriages that seem to be um, going through things, and we're seeing a lot more divorces now because we think the grass is greener on the other side. Extend that grace to your spouse. Extend it. Even if you've been thinking, I don't want to be with this person or that person, and then an argument or something happens and you file for divorce, stop doing that. Get your mind right. That's who God puts you with. If the man asks the woman to marry him, that's the tradition. That's the way it goes. It's not a woman asking a man. Right? So extend that grace to your spouse because God extended to you. And if you don't know he did, if you yet still live, he has. Any one of us at any point in our life when we were doing wrong to cease us from doing it by letting us die. But he extended that grace because he sees something in us that we can't see. So every day that we live, After getting that grace, we need to see what it is God has for us. We really do. And let's not frustrate the grace of God. Let's not take it for vain. We don't have liberty to do anything we want. We don't. We have liberty in love, which is unmerited, which is no limit on love. But the things that we are doing, which is 
lying, witchcraft, adultery, any of those things, backbiting, putting others before God. If God still got you living today and we've done those things, that's grace. And we got to extend grace to others as we're taught of God to do. So long-suffering, love is long-suffering, meaning you're going to wait until it's right and not jump on the situation to end a relationship. We all got churches just like a hospital. There are many patients, some getting ready to get uh, get out, some are just coming in. But we got to be careful how we talk to the ones that are just coming in. In other words, believing in the name of Jesus Christ, accepting Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, getting baptized and believing. We gotta, those are babes in Christ. But us who have been in church for years, we got to watch how we talk to the babes in Christ. A lot of folk are joining, joining churches right now. Believing in the name of Jesus Christ Then a year or two or less They're gone Because of one member Two members or more Says something to them How they should be in the flesh And there's no such thing So grace Long suffering And those who are trying to get well Who are trying to be unsick You got to remember how we started You got a lot of mature people in church is driving these young people away, these babes in Christ away. Because they're not talking about the word per se. But they're talking about situations in church that may have hurt them instead of preaching the word of God to those who came to hear the word of God. So we gotta be careful. Even in marriages, we gotta be careful. Gotta be careful. And extend that grace to our spouses and however things may go. You got anything else, Rich? Yes, real quick. Um, the fruit of the Spirit, any fruit, it takes time to mature to a ripeness. Okay? Just like we are. We have to put it, put, just, just think of yourself as fruit. Just think of, think of yourself as fruit. Okay? It's going to take time. Sanctification is a process. Okay? It's going to take, Getting it's going to take time to get right. That fruit is going to take time to get right. Right. It's going to take some time. Okay? It's going to take some time. And if, you, and if, we, if we, we do something... You know, too quickly, or go out there too quickly, or do something immaturely, or you know, we can't take take words back. We can't, you know, redo things. Once you pick that fruit off the vine, guess what? It's no longer good for anything but but eating. But guess what? If you pick it too 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 quick, it's not good for. That's not it's not even good for eating because it's bitter. It's not. It hasn't become. Came to its, its um, 
full potential. And how many times we we um, pick fruit or pick people or or push people away or you know or do things? I mean, we are, we can mess up a whole tree with bitter fruit. A whole tree, and we don't give top people enough time to grow. You know, we want to pick them, you know, pick at them or pick on them. Just let them grow. Just let them grow. Just let them grow. Just let them grow. Because the the word let us know that the God will do the separating. He'll do the separating. Let the wheat and the tear grow together. But we have to, we have to, we have to come to to uh, um, just just love. That's all I'm gonna say. There's some things I want to say, but I'm learning to not say everything. And you know, and sometimes I let my feelings get the best of me, but not not. It's, it's I'm maturing. I'm maturing. But I will say this: we need to love more. Be long suffering, and long suffering is is um, um, not short tempered. Okay, it's patient, and we need to stop saying, "Well, I don't have no patience." Stop saying that. Pray, pray, and don't even don't even pray for patience. Just ask ask God to give you strength in the situation that you're in. Because you start asking for patience, guess what? He's going to put somebody in, in in your way, you know, to get on your nerves and show you patience. So guess what? Stay in our lane. Let's, let's everybody just stay in our lane. Let's love like we're supposed to be, um, love. Let's, be, um, let's not be short-tempered. Let's, not, uh, let's be pay, more patient, and let's grow together. Okay? Let's grow together. Let's mature together. Everybody don't grow. I mean, everybody, even if you have more than one kid, they don't. They, uh, um, somebody asked me something about the kids the other day. Oh, Jada, my um, middle granddaughter, she wanted to know when she got her hair. Girl, my girls are 20 years old, 20-something years old. They just dyeing their hair. They well in it toward well, baby girl should be twenty in August, but they just dyeing their hair. She just turned thirteen. Can I die? I don't know. It just depends on how mature you are when you're asking. But right now you're not. Certain things. I mean, we have to deal with you know people um, in our lives the same way. You can't deal with Sister Sally like you did with uh, Sister Susan. She may not be mature enough to even handle you know. Whatever you're you're trying to say or do, and we have to handle people like that. Everybody and I, I you I say it all the time. Everybody wasn't raised like me. Everybody don't know how to love. I grew up knowing how to love. My mom displayed that all the time. She showed us how to love, but everybody don't know how. Everybody what didn't have a roof. Everybody didn't have a Clifford. 
which is my dad. Anyway, you want to say something? Yeah, there's this hair dyeing stuff I don't like. I really don't, and it and it persuaded Jada to ask about it, which I'm afraid of. I don't I don't like. No, Jada been Jada asked me before they dyed the hair. Jada been asking me for a couple of months. They yeah, but I don't, I, don't, I don't like all that, you know. I don't like an October Vanessa. Yeah, but I still, I'm still their daddy. Yeah. Because they grown on me and I ain't their daddy no more. Right. To the day I die, I'm always give my concerns or my love in a certain way. And and by Jada even asking that, that's, that's way too quick. I, this generation is growing so fast, and, and I just found out that my youngest granddaughter, Destiny, uh, had a graduation at her school and nobody knew. I would have been there to, for her to graduate from school. I mean, a kindergarten? Didn't nobody know. know. They didn't let us know, see? Well, that's what I said. Nobody knew. The day before. But, but, I would have been but, there for her graduation. I know, but the school you didn't know, let, but, let anybody but, know until the day before. Well, I didn't even know then. So no, we didn't, we didn't even know it was a graduation. Well, that's what I'm saying, baby. I'm just saying the thing about what I'm saying is that stuff is going so fast. Seems like to me, and maybe I'm wrong, but things are going so fast right now. Uh, and Jada, I'm, I was just holding Jada in one hand. I mean, uh, well, Jada too, but Destiny in one hand when they couldn't even walk but knew how to stand up holding them in one hand to stand up and, and balancing them while they stood up in my hand while I hold them up, you know, when I had the muscle, when I was holding them up. Yes. And, <laughs> and now, now Destiny going to go to the first grade, and, and Jada is how old now? Thirteen. Thirteen. So the mm. thing about, you know, the stuff that's in y'all's family, cherish it have long-suffering, suffer long for however long it takes to make things right. Don't just go off on each other. And for these couples right now that are uh, contemplating divorce and all that, just, just, just chill for a minute and think about your life and where you are, you know. So, so God doesn't want us to divorce because of situations in our lives. He doesn't. He put man and man and woman together forever because you are one person. If one hurt, the other hurts. If one is happy, the other is happy. You know? So regardless of how your kids act, how they perform, how they grow, it all depends on how you teach them, what you provide for them, what you show them, that they 80% going in the way of what you would want. So when you have those wayward kids, what did you teach them? What did you show them? That can affect your marriage. Uh, divorce. Contemplate uh, long-suffering and love to get an understanding from God of where you're at in your life as an individual so that you can come together as one person in the marriage, but yeah, this this thing is this life is going by pretty quick, and, and the older I'm getting, the more it just seems so fast. 
And and when I was growing up, I couldn't wait to get to a certain age, or I couldn't wait to do this, that, and the other. Now I'm trying to slow it down, and I can't. Time is still the same time as it was back then. It just now seems that it's going faster. So right now in my life, all I think about is my wife, my kids, or my grandkids. And I do the business I have to do to remain or to provide. But I think about y'all constantly, constantly. If I die tomorrow, and I thought about that today, if I die tomorrow, it's something I didn't tell Vanessa, my middle daughter, that I need to tell her. Matter of fact, when we get off this call, I got to call her and tell her something about if I die, what she can find something in. My wife already know where to find it. I know you I better do that trust. Huh? <laughs> you better do that trust. Do that what, babe? Trust. So we won't be in probate court. Got to do that too, but it was something else that I remember today. I got to show Vanessa or tell her what something is, so she'll know. So. I don't know if I can tell my other kids that. They they might show up one day. No, I, I, you needed to, who who is the mortgage with? That's what, Wells Fargo. That's what we need to we need to we need to find those things out. <laughs> who I do we call? Yeah. It's at Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo. But I'm gonna give y'all I got a lot of that stuff wrote down already, so if, like if I pass now you'll have it, so but, but, yeah, but we want to know where it's at. My thing is this. My whole life, or since I've been married, to try to stay alive and do what I need to do for my family. And that's what a man or a husband should do. You know, it's not for the kids to lay up for us, for us to lay up for the kids. Right? And we got to be in a place where we're comfortable at what we're doing. Because if you're, if you're, if you're not like my wife said, if you're not catching a bubble to your husband, if you're not restraining yourself when you talk to your husband, he can become, he can have a state of mind where he won't do all he can do to make things simple in your life and the kids' life or the grandkids. So there's an approach that a wife needs to have to her husband. There's an approach that a man needs to have to his wife. The wife is the helpmate to this day. And correct me if I'm wrong, Ricky. If I tell you that I want something or I'm looking at something, I can come home the next day and it's there or it's on the way because I mentioned it to you. Not saying that I want it, but I mentioned it. And that's been our whole life. So I have stopped mentioning things to you, certain things to you, because I don't want it to just show up. And what that does is what I won't do for myself, because I would think it would be selfish, like a Rolex watch. I've always wanted to buy a Rolex watch and have been able to buy one. But I didn't want to seem selfish and take it away from my family. So my wife bought me one, told her I really wanted one, but she know I love watches, right? Diamond rings and all that. She gets all them big things. 
I just I, I don't want to feel guilty of what I could have done for my family, but my helpmate does that, and that's what a helpmate does. You know, help you with what you don't want to do, what you and then what you want to do you don't really want to do because you won't, you don't want to seem selfish to your spouse or your family. That's a couple of things I've got like a couple of business that I wanted. We as men need so much help from our spouses. And our spouses, if they would do that in return, they would have so much help even for themselves from their husbands. So it's not really about a happy wife, happy life. It's not about that. I can deal with an unhappy wife. I've done that. But it's about helping each other to stay level-headed, to stay on point, to continue what you need to do for your family. And a man needs that so much, so much. And I'm telling you that truthfully, a man needs that so much, and I have had that and still do have that. The more, the more, the more makes it better, better, better. So all of you spouses out there, especially wives that are not encouraging your husband, that's not doing, making some of his dreams come true, making some of his wishes or his wants come through, start doing it. You'll see a better man. And just because you see somebody tall, dark, and handsome don't mean that you, he got what you need. Right? And my wife just told y'all, I'm not tall, dark, and handsome, but I am what she needs. And I don't, you know, I got kind of offended by her saying that. I thought I was tall, said, dark, and handsome. I didn't say you wasn't tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah, I, I thought I was, but now I see I'm not. I I'm just not somebody she needs in her life. Oh, you did say that. But, you need to but, knock it off. But that's just what I interpreted. That's what I heard. Well, Somebody okay. else may have well, thought you, you know what? Okay, if if that's what you interpreted, I'm sorry for saying that. That's not what I meant. No, good, you're good. I want to be the thing that you need. I don't want to be the thing that you want. That's well, the difference. Why can't you be both? Because I would be struggling, spending time in a certain area where I need to spend time in a necessary area. <laughs> See. There's a lot of tall, dark, and handsome out there that done had many ladies, but they had no joy in their life whatsoever because all mm-hmm. they can provide is what they look like. That's it. But when you get a hardworking, and I'm talking to all the women, if you get a hardworking man that whoever he with going to benefit, see, I would wish that you was with that hardworking man that you can benefit by yourself with that man. Thank you for being a hard-working man. Because <laughs> I'm benefiting. Huh? <laughs> I said thank you for being a hard-working man because I am benefiting. Now get your get your man on, that that that, that want to get up early in the morning. I'm on vacation and I want to sleep in, but I don't know how because what is it? Twenty six years plus ten. That's thirty one years I've been getting up every morning. Thirty one years I've been getting up every morning, early in the morning to go to work. Thirty one years. I just told somebody that. I told somebody that. I said, I can count. 
I could count huh? on one hand how many times I got it. Uh, got I got up before you, and this Matter morning fact, was whatever. Matter of fact, let me see. Ten, ten plus twenty-five is what? Thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Plus one, thirty-one years. I get up early, and when I'm on vacation, and I we have a state vacation at home, like I am now. She got a little alarm clock set at what, six o'clock or something. Once I wake up, I can't go back to sleep because my body is 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 conditioned to get up to go to work. If I did not hear that alarm clock, I may sleep a little bit longer. I just turned it to um to six. It was five thirty or five. I got rid of some clients so I can get up at 6 o'clock now. So you can sleep a little longer. So your alarm going to go up at 6? Now it does. Since that, uh, was it this week? I think I yeah, slept but it this week. For 31 years of getting up at 5.30, 30, 5 o'clock in the morning, can I? I mean, I can wake up without alarm clocks and my body's used to it. And once I wake up, I got body functions that happen, and I got to get up anyway. But I said that to say this, get you a man that don't mind going to work for his family. Get you a mm-hmm. man that, that that don't argue and fuss about work. You know, find that man needs to find him a job that he just loves to do. The money will follow if you do what you're mm-hmm. supposed to do while you're at work. The money will follow. Don't try to just go out there and get frustrated because you can't get this high-paying job. Get you a nice job. Love what you do. Do all you can for that job that God gave you, and let God prosper you in that job. And if I was to tell you what I'm doing now and how I'm doing it, well, I can't say it that way. If I was to tell you all the benefits of what I do, you'd be like, okay, all right, all right, bro. But I can't do that because I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, what is that? Stick my chest out or whatever? Because it's, it's all. It's all about God. What He is. The way he has allowed me to provide and, and, and provide abundantly, that's on him. That's called grace. But it's that's like you said, you're doing something that you enjoy doing. It's not a strain to you to yep. do it. So I've been, a- I've been able to retire for the last five years. <clears throat> but why would I give up this free money? Why is it free money? Because I love what I do. And it takes little effort for me to do it and still get paid, even though I've been able to retire five years ago. But, yeah, the grace of God is on the mercy of them that love him. The grace of God has been extended to those who don't even love him. But if you get, it, if you get connected with God through Jesus Christ, and believe me, You'll see what that grace you'll see that grace extended that will benefit you for just acknowledging his son. Keeping his son on your mind every day. I promise you. Now 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 do me and my wife argue? Of course we argue. Do are we happy? Of course we're happy. Do we have situations? Yes we do. Do we get bored of each other at times? Yes, we do. Do we look at each other like we've seen each other for the first time? Yes, we do. 
There's a lot in that, but you can't take the negative over the positive things that God has given you. And the negative things are the things that will go through your mind that the devil will implement for you to contemplate on. Stop contemplating on what's negative. Start contemplating on what's the word of God, what's true, his promises, what's true, who he is, what's true, that he's the king of kings and lord of lords. Concentrate on what's positive and don't give the devil no time to be a theater you can go to. Because all he's doing is watching you fall in a movie that's not planned. And we plan our own movies. We write our own scripts. So why would you write a script for a movie that's negative? Write a script for a movie that's positive. We are we are bought and paid for by Jesus Christ. And God has redeemed us. You know what redemption is? Is that when you sold off, purchase you and bring you to a better place. That's all of us. That's all of us. So there is no condemnation in them who love Jesus, who loves God. And that means when we stand before him at the end time, when we stand before him, we have to confess our fault. We won't be afraid to go in front of him. There's no condemnation. Matter of fact, we want to go in front of him so we can see him. And you got a lot of folk don't want to go before him because the thing's done. But we have been redeemed. We have been saved. We are inherited into the family as sons and daughters of God through Jesus Christ, that we can't wait to get in front of him. That's your thought pattern. So if there's something that's ailing you or stopping you from feeling comfortable and getting in front of God, work on that now. Why God has still given you grace to live. Work on that now. Start working on it. So when that time comes and God says, who want to be first, let your hand shoot up. Let me get before you, God. I know you've forgiven me for the things I've done. And you know that I accepted your son as my Lord and Savior. They can reconcile me back to you because we was lost. But now we are found. I want my hand to go up first so I can see where I'm going after. A lot of folks say, well, it ain't no heaven. There ain't no God. Okay, well, I'm going to believe that there is. And if it ain't, I'll be all right. But if it is, I'm on the right track. Amen. 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 I love you. I love you. I love you. If, if anybody that's out there that's listening to us that, that, um, that has not accepted our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as our personal Savior, I I ask you to do it quickly as possible because I'm telling you this world is going to hell quickly. You can see it in the media. You can see it in the schools. You can see it just riding down the street. You can smell it. (laughs) I'm in every county now. It it used to be when I used to go pick up some clients in DeKalb County. It's going from everywhere I'm at now. It's like, my goodness, I'm riding in the country. You smell it. Um, Lord Jesus. I don't know. But anyway, my mind just went there. 
Um, if you you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I, I beg you, I urge you, find a good Bible-based, somebody that's teaching the Word. Shouting is good, speaking in tongues is good, but get some Word down in you so you would know what you're shouting about. How about that? <laughs> get some Word. But accept him in your heart and believe that he died and he rose on the third day. And believe me, it'll make... Um, Help your days go smoother. Because I'm going to tell you, when this coronavirus hit, um, it made some couples down and realize who they married to and why they married them. And thank God I, I was one. And it was like, oh, I think I like this cat. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> and we started spending a lot of time together. And with each other, we had to talk to each other. We had to get to know each other all over again because we put all the kids out. There wasn't no kids interrupting our um, our groove. And, yeah, and it's like it just like we just started all over again. And I thank God for that. I thank God for if this virus didn't do nothing else, it brought the bluettes closer together. And I just thank God for being strategic and when he did it and how he did it. Thank God for it. But anyway, and I thank God for you, sweetie, and um, your hard work and your diligence has is paying off. It's paying off, and I love you, and I love you for pushing me and staying on me and making me, you know, love like I'm supposed to love and do what I'm supposed to do, and I just thank you for it. So, oh, you do yeah. it. It's a lot of hard work, so. Well, I got strength. It's a lot of hard work to get you there, but as long as I got some strength in me, I'm gonna keep trying, and I ain't gonna give up. But was, it, but, was, but was it worth it? Was it worth it? But it's not. This life is not over with yet. Oh, okay. What? What has it been worth it since? Um, up until this point. It has. Yeah, it has. Are you sure? It took you a minute to say that. Well, I mean. You 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 testing my uh what what we called it earlier uh uh long mm-hmm. work uh, long suffering you, yeah you testing my long suffering <laughs> yeah yeah okay. okay well look we uh we getting ready to end the show uh, it's about an hour now. Uh, again, I want to thank Elder Oliver for this platform. I want to thank him for the work that he's doing, uh, the work and we I, know I, and I'm don't sorry, know. Uh, I was at the ball game, and I got off real quick. And thanks, Elder Oliver. I forgot to tell you that last week, and your beautiful wife, um, Lady Kisa. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, that's my long suffering. You know, just to cut mm-hmm. in like that. Before I forget, you get to talking and I forget my thoughts. Yeah, but you can't just bust in and just interrupt somebody speaking. I mean, just, you know, at the end, I'm going to say, think you got anything else. And then that'd be your turn. Nope, I'm good. This is, go ahead. Huh? I said, this no, go ahead. Suffering. This, is a per- this is cool. You, we just gave the people a good example of long suffering and love. So, but anyway, thank you all for this platform. 
or the things that you're doing that we know of and don't know of. I know it's all in, uh, for the good of God. Um, may God continue to bless you and your family. May God continue to bless your health. May God show that you are a child of God and what you do and the work that you do. So with that, uh, my wife's going to pray us out, and we will be done. And may God bless us all uh, to come back on next Wednesday. I'm sorry, next Thursday at 7 o'clock. And also, uh, Elder Oliver and I have been talking about contemplating, well, is that the right word? Doing a, my own show on Wednesdays at 7. Um, I haven't got a title for it, but uh, I, I'm not 100% convinced that I will. I'm like 90% convinced that I will. So, Elder Oliver, I hope that don't upset you. But, you know, um, so on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., uh, I might be doing my own show on teaching uh, straight from the Bible. Um it won't be biased. It'll be the truth. Um, try to break down a few things uh, for those who are interested in, in learning. So I ask God to, you know, if I do it, give me the revelation of the word. Um, that it would not also teach you, but teach me. We can all still yet learn. Anyway, go ahead and pray us out, Ricky. If you don't mind, sweetie. I don't mind. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for another opportunity, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. Help us not to provoke one another, <laughs> but help us be um, to do good um, and, and long-suffering and peace and joy and love, Lord God, and gentleness, goodness, Lord God. And I just want to say thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity to, um, to teach on tonight on those, um, on those fruit, Lord God. And help us, Lord God, to just Stay in our lane, Lord God, and grow as we go, Lord God, and help us to mature as we go, Lord God, in your word and with others, Lord God. Teach us to um, continue to teach us how to love one another, Lord God, and um, in love, in your love, in that agape love, Lord God. And I just want to say thank you, Lord God, for everything that you're about to do in our lives, Lord God. Continue to use us for your glory. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, Lord God, help us, Lord God. Um, not to be weary in well doing, but in due season, if we if we, we will reap if we faint not, Lord God. And I just want to say thank you in Jesus Christ's name. I pray. Amen. 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 Good night. Good night.